Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to Storytime with your favorite hosts, Danny Whiting and Andy Something. Gather round the campfire and cozy up with a blanket and hot cup of tea and soothe your soul. Melt your spirit, fuck your brain, with beautiful stories from the heart. Listener discretion is advised, as they do talk about rape and murder and shit, but that's on you at this point, really. Hello children! How do you do? Will everybody let me know how they're doing? On one, two, three! Hey! You're so clever for thinking about your feelings! I am Dr. Rahipnol, and this is Mr. Horlicks. Hi, everybody. Say hello to Mr. Horlicks. Hello, Mr. Horlicks. What is your name? Wow. wow. Clappy clappies for well you. Well done, flappy flappy footsies. What a great name you have. We are so happy to meet you. Now your mummies and daddies said that we have to tuck you into bed and let you go to sleep. But we don't want to do that, do we, Mr. Hitman? No, we do not. We want to have some fun. We do. So we're here to tell you a little story. And not just is it a great story, you learn all about science. Oh, I bet we love science, don't we, kids? In this story, we're going to take you all the way back to 1999 with a Japanese nuclear scientist called Hisashi Aouchi or, for reasons that will be clear later, he will be referred to from now on as Hisashi Aouchi. Good one, Dr. Hitman. Brilliant. Hisashi Aouchi, Masato Shinohara and Yutaka Yokokawa are conducting routine work. Within seconds, two of those men will be doomed to die. Aww. And Hisashi Aouchi would receive the greatest dose of radiation any human being has ever experienced! The men are mixing together a batch of fuel to be used in a fast breeder reaction. A special type of nuclear reactor which can create more fissile materials than it consumes. Special reactor. These reactions are typically used to aid in nuclear research as they can quickly and effectively create large quantities of nuclear material to fuel conventional reactor. 
The men are experienced nuclear scientists, but a series of miscalculations and outright mistakes would doom two of them to die the most horrible deaths one could imagine. <sighs> Ouchie is standing next to a large metal tank, to which he's adding a mixture of various chemicals and 16 kilograms of uranium. Behind Ouchie above him is Shinhara, standing on the platform overlooking the work, while four meters away, Yokokawa sits at a desk pressuring himself with paperwork. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I see, I see. Do <laughs> let me do that again. <laughs> While four meters away, Yokohawa. Yokohawa. Yokohawa sits at a desk pleasuring himself with paperwork. Uh, uh, it's busying himself. Darling. Ah. Silly me! Silly you! Silly me! Silly him with his masturbation mind! As Ouchie begins to pour the mixture into the precipitation, he doesn't realise that the tank has a maximum uranium limit of 2.4 kilograms. <laughs> Ouchie dumps the entire mixture into the tank. Regardless, and he, as he does, he sets in a motion of the worst civil nuclear accident in history. <laughs> the walls of the tank reflect neutrons being released by the uranium atom, which causes the wayward neutrons to bounce back and strike other uranium atoms and split them, releasing even more neutrons. Under a normal uranium limit, not enough uranium atoms are present to sustain a nuclear chemical reaction, but, Ouchie has just unknowingly dumped so much uranium into the tanks that within nanoseconds the precipitation tank becomes a fully working nuclear reactor. Almost as soon as Ouchie finished pouring the fuel mixture, there's a blinding flash of blue light caused by the emission of Cherenkov radiation. Wow, you sure know a lot about chemicals, Dr. Hitmel. That's why we're chemists, Mr. Horlicks. <laughs> the men stagger backwards, blinded and dazed, as the gamma radiation alarm begins blaring. <laughs> Ouchie is blasted with an incredible 17 centimetres of radiation, or a whopping 300 times the annual dose allowed for a nuclear plant engineer and more than twice what's believed to be a lethal dose. He took a big hit, did he not? Yes, he does like a big load, but not in that way. Ouchie has just been bombarded with as much radiation as if he'd been standing at the centre of an atomic explosion. Masato is further away, but he still received an incredible 10 sieverts of radiation guaranteeing his death. Yutuka who is four meters away, however, only received three sieverts dose, five below the lethal limit. Ouchie, though, will suffer a fate no human being in history has ever experienced. As radiation tears through, his body is completely destroyed all of his chromosomes, making him the only human being ever to live with no DNA in its body. Ooh. 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 Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 
No DNA. Wowie. Yowie wowie. The radiation almost completely destroyed all of his white blood cells and covers most of his body in third degree burns. The radiation is so intense that it even burns the skin on the side of his body facing away from the tech. Ouchie is so disorientated by the radioactive blast that he immediately vomits into the precipitation tank. Ew! Ooh, sticky icky! Helping each other barely managed to stumble into the decontamination chamber where Ouchie immediately passes out. The men are then rushed to the local hospital and they begin treatment to try and save their lives. Come on guys, you can do it! Everyone give them a big cheer! That's the spirit! Ouchie is in a critical condition and is flown to a better equipped hospital. By the time he gets there, his skin is almost completely fallen off his body, and with no skin, any fluids he received quickly leaks out from his pores. Just to keep him hydrated, Ouchie has to be given fluid by IV 24-7, with the majority of those fluids simply leaking out of his body and soaking the bed. The doctor treating Ouchie would know that he would not survive. No living being could survive that radiation dose he just suffered. They make a controversial decision and decide whether he likes it or not, he is now going to serve as a guinea pig for treating radiation illness. After all, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for these doctors. To try and restore his white blood cells, he's given a transplant from his sister, who is a willing donor. But at first, this seems to work. Ouchie's white blood cell count starts to recover. Go, Ouchie, go! Go, ouchie, go! Go, ouchie, go! However, his body is so poisoned by radiation that his own flesh destroys the new white blood cells completely, leaving him helpless against infection. Ouchie is quarantined and sealed off from the world in a special suite during this time, as he is in and out of consciousness. Five days after the accident, he finally comes to. Finally comes to. His wife is able to see him briefly and blood is leaking from his eyes. He begs the doctor to let him die. He doesn't want to live in pain anymore. He tells him that he's not a guinea pig and the doctor responds by putting him in a medical coma. Their experiments are not over and the doctor pumps blood into Ouchie just as fast as he's losing it. He receives as much as two dozen transfusions a day and desperate for the results, the medical team treating him import drugs from all around the world. But his body is so damaged by radiation, they have no effect. 27 days after the accident, his body begins to disintegrate from the inside out as he's unable to regrow new skin. And in a bid to keep him from losing liquid through his body's pores, He's been wrapped in linen bandages daily and skin transplants are being done. Yet the transplant simply won't take as his skin just slides off. The muscle of his body starts to peel away from the bone. His organs begin to simply come apart as Ouchie liquefies from the inside out. At this point, Ouchie is nothing more than a skeleton with a few inches of flesh attached to it. 
His body has decomposed so much that his right foot has simply fell off below the knee joint. 59 days into the ordeal, Ouchie's heart stops and yet the doctors resuscitate him three times over the course of 49 minutes. This severely damages his brain, which is likely a mercy to him, as Ouchie is likely too brain damaged to regain consciousness again. Finally, on December 21st, 1999, Ouchie dies from organ failure. His body is simply unable to continue the basic processes of life, despite him being on life support. Sinhara would last four months more than Ouchie, and was even thought to be recovering. On New Year's Day, he was able to visit the hospital's gardens with the assistance of a wheelchair. However, the radiation has damaged him too severely and slowly his own body begins the process of shutting down. In February, he contacted Pepinomineo. In February, he contracted pneumonia and because of the damage done to his lungs by the radiation, he was unable to breathe on his own. The doctors hooked him up to a ventilator, taking away his ability to speak. Shinohara was forced to resort to write messages on a pad of paper to his nurses and to his family, but as time went on, he grew weaker and weaker. Finally, on April 27th, Shinohara died of multiple organ failure, the radiation claiming him as well. One of the last messages he scrawled on a hospital notepad was simply, Mummy, please. Mummy, please. We all like to see our mummy at times when we're sad and ill, don't we? We do. We do. Yokokawa will go on to make a recovery, and six months after the incident, he was released to recover at home. However, a year later, an official investigation would actually charge him and others with criminal negligence in the incident. Public anger would lead to major reforms of the facility as it was revealed that the experimental plant would routinely cut corners and ignore safety rules. For Ouchie though, the man who suffered the greatest radiation dose in history, those changes would come far too late. That kids is the story of Ouchie and why we don't play with radiation. Unless you want to be liquefied. <laughs> oh, good one. Are you sleepy? I bet you are. Well, you get in bed now. Get all snuggly and we're going to sing you a little song. Yes, we so are. So you can drift off to sleep. Close your eyes. Give one last thought to Ouchie. Dr. Rehitman, would you like to kiss them on the head? Oh, I would love I'm to. I'm going to bite their little toes. Oh! <laughs> Three kisses for good luck. The time has come to say good night, to say sleep tight till the morning light. The time has come to say good night, it's the end of a lovely day. Time has come to say good night, to say sleep tight till the morning light. The time has come to say good night, it's the end of a lovely day. Yeah.
Love